Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 12th, 2018. The next, I'm just going to play a short video on something called dry fasting, which I've done before, and I've actually encouraged my um, listeners to do it. I've done, at this point, I've done four or five dry fasts. Um, most of them were three days. And it's the hardest kind of fasting that you can do because it's no food and it's no water. Uh, I always kind of thought, because I only did it from really a spiritual standpoint, that was it, because it is the most extreme kind of fasting you can do if you're trying to get a hold of God. There's examples of it in the Bible. Uh, at least one, if not more than one, example in the Bible where like the one was... It was a group of people that were trying to, uh, I believe, get God's counsel, and they fasted for three days, no food, no water, and then it says if we perish, we perish. It can be dangerous. Uh, not something you just want to jump into. I did not understand, though, that there's actually health benefits to dry fasting that you don't even get with water fasting. I thought there was like almost no health benefits because I couldn't see how this could possibly be healthy for you because there's no water in the body to flush things out. Ah, so I thought. I didn't realize there actually is health benefits to this. But again, you would want to be extremely careful. This is not the kind of fast I would just say start out with. I do like water fasting first and then, you know, eventually maybe a day of dry, you know, kind of ease yourself into this. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play this. first start off by saying that what I'm about to explain in this video is very, very serious and really should be done under the proper supervision of a medical professional. Honestly, it's extremely intense. And a medical professional won't have a clue about any of this, just to let you know. They only say that just to appease the FDA and that. Now, I'm just saying, I mean, you go, tell me one, show me one MD out of like a hundred that would probably have any conception of the benefits of fasting or how to fast or whatever. I mean, you're, you're probably not going to find them. Maybe one out of a thousand, I don't know. But all this stuff about medical professionals. The average MD lives to be 52. It's like 50 to 52 they live on average lifespan. Well, I mean, the average gay guy, I believe, is like 39, okay? Because you reap what you sow, and the Bible says the wicked will not live out half their days. And there's a lot of Bible verses about that, about how wicked lifestyles shorten lifespans. You would be much better off going to an auto mechanic and asking nutritional advice than you would ever would going to an MD and asking them nutritional advice. Because they're not taught it. They, they're not taught it. They're taught drugs and surgery. Now, I have no problem doing medical things to, to save a life or to get somebody out of the woods in that particular way. But the bottom line is at the end of the day, you cannot drug your body into good health. Drugs are all controlled poisons. If you want to find that out, just take a whole bottle of whatever you got. And it'll kill you most likely. I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying that as an extreme example, drugs are all controlled poisons, okay? And they all have side effects, and it's all by design because the more side effects they got, the more other drugs you got to take to counteract those side effects. Okay, so anyway, I just want to throw that in. It's effective, but I want to make sure that you know that it definitely comes with some risks, and this video is purely for informational and educational reasons only. I'm talking about dry fasting versus water fasting. Dry fasting, where you're eliminating all food and water, whereas water fasting, you're still keeping water in the equation. 
So the difference mainly between, of course, a dry fast and a water fast is that you're not consuming any water. But what a lot of people don't know is that one day of dry fasting is equivalent to three days of water fasting as far as autophagy is concerned and as far as overall cleansing of the cells is concerned. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. One day of dry fasting is equivalent to three days of water fasting as far as the cleansing effect. Now you're gonna be thinking, there's no way. There's no water to flush stuff out. How can it be cleansing three times more than, I, I couldn't understand it, but listen to what this guy's gonna say. It's amazing. See, there's a Russian doctor named Dr. Filano who did a lot of research in the world of dry fasting. In fact, I'd go so far as saying he's the one that really pioneered a lot of the science behind dry fasting. And we also have to know there's two different kinds of dry fasting. There's what's called a soft dry fast and what's called a hard dry fast. A soft dry fast is where you still take a shower, you still wash your face, you still brush your teeth. A hard dry fast is where you abstain from any interaction with water, whether it's coming through the dermis or going so in. So evidently, even water contacting your skin, the little bit that, you know, if you were brushing your teeth or washing your hands, evidently the body has some ability to possibly absorb water in that particular regard. I, that's what I'm assuming because, you know, there's got to be a difference between a hard dry fast and a soft dry fast. And through ingestion, because we still do absorb water even when it comes in through the skin. For this case, I'm going to talk simply about a hard dry fast going all the way balls to the wall. When it comes down to it, sorry. Dry fasting eliminates toxins faster. Your body has no choice but to start utilizing everything from cells to start creating not just energy in the way of food, but energy in the way of water. See, as soon as you start to get even slightly dehydrated, your body goes into a little bit of a panic mode. It produces more catecholamines, more things like epinephrine, norepinephrine, adrenaline, and it gets even more stressed out and tries to find a way to get more water. So it takes any cell that is even remotely useless, cells that are not efficient at all, and it starts breaking them down for food. But it also starts splitting them apart for water. You see, ordinary- We're fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, this is just unbelievable. The, the, I just, this just so blew me away, this little video. Early when we're fasting, we have something called autophagy that goes on. Autophagy is where your body starts recycling cells in an effort to get energy. It takes the old cells that aren't really being used and it recycles them and creates new ones, or at least processes them and excretes them. With dry fasting, this happens so much faster because the metabolic need is that much more. So in essence, only the strong cells end up surviving. All those weak cells have been consumed by the body. So it's sort of a natural progression that now that you have these strong cells that survived, when it comes time to break your fast and get on with your life, you have a nice influx of strong cells that are able to reproduce. It's like survival of the fittest, but going on in your very own body. You now have a world of strong cells that are able to perform their best. And then you dry fast again and you recycle once more. Now the next thing we have to talk about is that the body has its ability to create its own water. We live in a world where we feel like we always have to be consuming something. But reality is our bodies have a unique ability to create a lot of things themselves. And that even comes down to water. Now, See, I had, I didn't know this, I'll be honest. And I, I mean, I've been a doctor since like 1993. I graduated. I didn't know this. This is unbelievable. But, you know, you, you learn something new every day, you know. And, and <laughs> this is just amazing disinformation. If we look at the molecular structure of water, it's pretty darn simple. You have a hydrogen and you have oxygens. Pretty darn simple. 
Now, when we look at fat in the body, this is where it gets really interesting. Most of the fat that is stored in our body is saturated fat. Saturated fat is saturated with hydrogens. So what ends up happening is when the body is in a dehydrated state, like when you're dry fasting, it takes the fat and it releases the hydrogen. The hydrogen gets into your bloodstream, then you breathe oxygen and you create water. You just magically created your own water. And so it's, it's taking the hydrogen from the saturated fat stored in the body and then it's taking the oxygen that you're breathing in Okay, what's water? H2O. And it's literally making water in the body. So you're literally, by you breathing and by you having any kind of fat stores, it's literally making the water. I mean, that is just so mind-blowing to me. And so you're really, it's, this is how your body is battling dehydration. By creating its own water, which it can do. It's just not going to happen, though, unless, the, the, unless you're dry fasting. I see no other scenario where the body would be spurned to actually create its own water other, because it's not going to do it with even water fasting. There's no reason to. It's, it's getting enough water. But dry fasting, in other words, this, could be, this would be like the ultimate way to burn fat. At the same time, cleansing yourselves. At the same time, getting rid of the weak cells. And I think he even gets into the more cleansing process uh, soon here. The purest, most metabolically efficient water that you could possibly ever have. Not only is it molecularly perfect, but it's also molecularly perfect for your body because you synthesized it. When you drink water from the tap or when you drink water from a spring, it may seem clean and clear, but there are so many other things going on outside the realm of just hydrogen and oxygen, it's not exactly pure. The body has to go through its own detoxification process just to consume that water. When you create your own water, it is super, super pure. That's why when you're dry fasting, you still urinate. People are always dumbfounded why when they fast and they don't drink a lot of water, they actually continue to pee. Or anyone that's still eating but not drinking a lot of water still continues to urinate. Well, it's simply because the body is now having this actual metabolically clean water in the system to flush out the dirty water. So you go through a process where you not only are recycling cells, but you're recycling dirty water that could have been flown through your body as well. Now, theoretically, your body is going to burn more fat when you're dry fasting than in any other mode, simply because it's going to continue to thrive on the hydrogen from the fats. As the demands for water increase, but no water's coming in, your body needs that hydrogen to combine with the oxygen from the air to create water. So the longer that you dry fast, the more your body has to dump its hydrogens from that saturated fat. It's pretty freaking phenomenal. Lastly, there's another unique thing that happens when it comes down to dehydration. Now I'm gonna go on record by saying that it is not good to be in a chronic dehydrated state. I've done videos all the time talking about how important it is to stay hydrated and what that does for your body. But when it comes down to the short term, I mean, this guy looks like a Greek god. I mean, he's that chiseled, the guy doing this video. So I, I kind of feel like he's really practicing what he preaches here. Dehydration can do a pretty interesting thing when it comes down to vacuums with your cells. I mean, Greek God, small g, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying big G. And your intracellular and extracellular fluid. When you have an imbalance of intracellular and extracellular fluid, you create a vacuum. So if your cell is hydrated, but the rest of your body is dehydrated, you've created a vacuum where you have more actual volume in your cell than you do outside the cell. Mm -hmm causing the cytoplasm which is the liquid portion of the cell to dump some of its liquid because nature abhors a vacuum if you've ever heard that expression 
So it's going, to see, it's going to seek to equalize pressure because nature abhors a vacuum. And the toxins from inside the cells that are more hydrated are going to actually come out in order to equalize this, create this equilibrium. So that you're going to be excreting way more toxins. Waste, like a vacuum, into the rest of the body. Now that you've created your own water, like I explained before, you are flushing this out. So you've, you've okay, so let me just read. Okay, so the pressure causes the cells to leak their internal fluids into the external space, which carries the toxins with them that would normally remain trapped inside the cell. So it, this is like the, this is like the, it, not only is it the most powerful kind of fast you could do to get a hold of God, I, I, I don't think that there's any debate on that. I mean, because it is the most extreme kind. It is, it is, this is the most extreme form of crucifying the flesh that you can do. I've done in the last, uh, since I got with the, uh, the glaucoma, I did a, almost a six day fast. And then I did almost a two day dry fast since then. And I dropped, um, I would say as far as what I've maintained right now, 23 pounds. I've dropped that. I wasn't like obese or anything. Okay. I, I could have lost some weight, you know, um, but I've dropped 23 in the last month, I guess you'd say, and I'm keeping it off. And, um, you know, this, I just can't see a better, I, I cannot see a, a, a more extreme uh, way to detox, a more extreme way to supercharge your prayers, a more extreme way to burn fat, a more extreme way to recycle cells. I thought, I literally thought that this was like bad for you. I really did. Because I'll be honest, you get into that second day and you're going to start feeling your kidneys, most people. And by the third day, a lot of people can't even take it by the second. And by the third day, it's like you're, I mean, you might have never been aware where your kidneys are. You will be aware by, by probably either the second day going into the third day. You'll actually feel this ache in the kidneys because the kidneys are, you know, obviously involved with fluid exchange and, and the excretion of, of urine and these types of things. So the kidneys, I think, are the organ that is the most stressed out in a dry fast from what I can gather because normally I don't ever have any kidney issues at all. Um, and again, I'm not saying just do this and then just go off half cocked or whatever. I would say you'd want to start with water fasting and then progress. I just did a study not too long ago on, on water fasting and just key in fasting in the keyword search box. And there's a whole huge, gigantic, big document I posted on that within that PDF. It's for free. And it, it'll take you kind of from A to Z. I don't think they get into dry fasting, maybe, but I don't think they do. Like I explained before, you are flushing this out. So you've taken any cells that are bad, you've essentially killed them and recycled them and excreted them, and any cells that are marginally bad, you've gotten the toxins out of them and excreted them. So not only have you gotten rid of dead cells, but you've potentially restored cells that were sort of on their way out. So creating that vacuum is pretty amazing. Now, totally last before I go is the world of inflammation. Have you ever seen a swamp that has a lot of water and has a ton of mosquitoes in it? And then three months later, when the swamp dries out, there's no more mosquitoes? Well, that's a lot like inflammation in your body too. Inflammation requires water to work. I'm not saying that you go walking around dehydrated all the time, but if you're trying to temporarily reduce inflammation, there's no simpler way than getting rid of water. 
because inflammation and all the inflammatory responses in your body require water to initiate that. So by having a temporary fast where you're not consuming water, those inflammatory responses and the inflammation within the body shrinks down to practically nothing. Now, be warned, there can be a rebound effect when you do start to hydrate, but for a temporary effect to get away from some pain or to recycle your body, dry fasting might just be the way to go. Now, like I said in the beginning of this video, this is absolutely educational only. I don't want anyone doing a dry fast and ultimately saying that it was dangerous for them because I'm flat out telling you right now, this is for educational purposes only and you need to do your own research. But as always, I'm here to give you the facts, I'm here to give you the science, I'm here to give you the lowdown on what everyone else doesn't always want to teach. So as always, keep it locked in here on my channel. If you have ideas for future videos, make sure you hit them in the comment section. And he's, he's also got a, a video on intermittent fasting. Um, top five mistakes. Intermittent fasting is also very, very good where you're basically eating. I think it's more so where you're eating like one meal per day. So it's also very, if you don't want to go the full whatever, I have a lot of my listeners that are doing the intermittent fast. I kind of do that anyway a, a lot of times. I won't, I mean, I, I've been fasting a lot more. I mean, I, sh I, I know I said I fasted for what, but I've, a lot of the days, you know, I'm not eating until like, you know, five six seven o'clock or whatever and then i'm just eating within a narrow window and then basically not eating again um i think that personally a lot of the stuff they're doing now with just like chemtrails and not only gmo foods because i try to stay away from those but also a lot of i think with the wi-fi and the 5g i think that a lot of the things that they're doing are literally it's like they're they're doing this in order to fatten us up. They're doing it to slow down our metabolism. They're doing it to create toxicity. They're doing it so that we will get fat. And and that as you age, then you start to lose hormonal production, especially once beyond the age of 40. And what ends up happening there is then you're way more and your your growth hormone production goes down and you know, things get altered. And then it becomes even more hard to keep off unwanted weight and fat. I mean, like, just what I've done in the last month has been, it's not easy. I mean, it is not easy. It's constantly crucifying the flesh. It's it's almost, it's almost like every day for me. I, it's the only way I feel like, I mean, my, my genetics, my, my Johnson genetics are... Our family, you know, we kind of tend to run not, there's nobody in my family that's like really like super, was super overweight, but definitely we, we struggled my family genetic history profile. So I used, I remember when I was in my twenties and I mean, I had literally at some points a 28 inch, 28 inch waist. I mean, I could, I could go to sleep every night and get up the next day and I was five pounds lighter by doing nothing. I mean, and you get spoiled and you maintain those eating habits where you think it's normal to be eating a lot of food because I'm still really, at, my, my waist is, is super skinny and all this. And then you carry that on to later in life. And, and even though you even might start eating less, it's like, I just think they're doing a ton of stuff to fatten us up. I really do. Um... We have a friend, and she went over to um, Malaysia for this um, competition. And when she was over there, she weighed she weighed one 
about 121. And she found out that when she went over there, she could not keep weight on. The competition that she was in, the 121 was the weight, was the category. And she found out that after she weighed in, because they weighed in kind of pretty much close to arriving in Malaysia, she literally dropped about seven or eight pounds and she was eating as much as she could possibly eat. She, I mean, she was literally trying, I'm not going to say gorge herself, but trying to, because in different competitions, the more weight you're carrying, like the better. And she found out that she couldn't, she couldn't hold the weight at all. Didn't matter how much she ate. She ended up competing at like 113. What that tells me is that I believe the food supply in America is so tainted that you can go to different countries where they haven't tainted the food supply to that level and literally drop weight just from the food and not even try. Um, another uh, friend who went over to Germany, and it was a very similar scenario. I mean, they were eating like, you know, all these rich foods every meal and, and all, and I mean, just wasn't even, it was effortless to try to, you know, it, I mean, you would, you would almost try, you, you could almost not, it was almost like you couldn't help but lose weight, no matter what you were eating. So I think that's another factor that, you know, I can't even quantify. I, I can't even, you know, I really believe America is in the crosshairs of, of every wicked, evil agenda they're trying to implement, and, and Europe as well. You know, you see what they're doing with Europe, bringing the Muslims and, and, and this type of stuff. And But anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. Okay, so let's go forward here. And, okay, this is a, um, had a question from a listener. And she was asking me about blood pressure. Okay, and I, I, like what natural things can you do for blood pressure okay and i said her name's glinda and i said by um biotics the the one of the new lines that i'm carrying which has been around for like i don't know like decades at this point they're a very very high quality supplement company biox sent me a huge amount of literature that i had not had a chance to get to yet i was this is i'm talking to her um and i started to look through it today and i realized that they have a companion product to the biocardiozyme which is the supplement that i carry for like if you're just going to do one thing for your heart for your cardiovascular system that's the one like when i used to carry um cardio plus before from standard process well now i use but it's the one i personally take i think it's better i just like it better i feel better on it i um the thing i really hated about cardio plus was that if you got a large bottle especially Unless you were doing like nine per day, those things, those tablets are going to start oxidizing in the bottle. They're going to start turning a dark brown, and that means that they're basically, they're going bad, okay? Uh, I don't understand why they don't use some type of food glaze, and I've said this before, over their tablets to seal the tablet and to keep oxygen away. Anyway, um, they have a companion and product to Biocardiozyme that they recently came out with specifically to lower blood pressure. Now what I sent out, what I sent today, which was the BioCardiozyme from Biotics, is much more of a complete product for any cardiovascular system, like a foundational product, and it's strongly indicated for high blood pressure as well. But this other one that they've introduced um, is specifically for lowering blood pressure. 
Both of these products, which can be extremely hard to do uh, naturally, okay? Both of these products can be taken together would be an ideal combination to lower blood pressure. So the study that they did, uh, I'm just going to read this to you real quick. A placebo-controlled human clinical trial of 42 adult patients with hypertension, high blood pressure, was conducted at the Hypertension Institute in Nashville, Tennessee by Dr. Mark Houston, who was the head investigator. Both the clinic and the patients were were blinded in the study, meaning I guess one side didn't know what the other side was doing. The purpose of the study was to evaluate the effects of BioCardioCert BP, which is this new product, this powder, a specific blend of seven micronutrients, and to see what that effect was on hypertension. The blend consists of vitamin C, grapeseed extract, magnesium, vitamin B6, vitamin D3, a lot of these you've heard me talk a lot about, biotin and taurine. All participants had hypertension. Uh, they and by that it was defined as their systolic blood pressure was 140 or above, which is the high number, and their diastolic pressure was 90 and above. Okay, so all the 42 participants had that. Okay, all participants that had been taking blood pressure meds had a one-month washout period before participating in the study. I like the way they conducted this. 22 patients received the BioCardioCert BP product and 20 received a placebo. Measurements were taken every two weeks. Readings were reported in an average of three readings. Um, so they, they didn't just take one reading. They took three readings at one time and then averaged the three, I would imagine, which makes it more accurate. Patients were informed not to make any lifestyle changes, such as smoking, coffee consumption, alcohol intake, or exercise, which is also very fair. Because, I mean, if you tell everybody, okay, stop smoking and implement an exercise program and stop all alcohol and coffee, because, I mean, obviously the blood pressure is going to lower. I mean, you know, but they said don't change those things. Don't do that because we, we, we don't want any of those factors affecting this. The active group lowered their systolic blood pressure by 13.24 um, which is the high number, at week two, and 15.96 by week four. That's pretty good, nice change for a natural product, just one thing that you're taking. The active group also lowered the diastolic blood pressure by 10 um, uh, millimeters of Hg, which is basically just the pressure, by 10 at week two and 11 by week four. At week four, the active group lowered both systolic blood pressure and diastolic blood pressure significantly compared to the placebo group. So each container of the BioCardio Cert BP provides a 30-day supply. It's easy to take powder. You blend one rounded scoop with six to eight ounces of water and you just take it once per day. Now, if you did this with four of the biocardiozyme forte which i wouldn't just want to just do the one without the other because you really need the one as a foundational heart product but you're you're i would imagine you would get even a more significant drop in blood pressure now here's the next factor though if you're all plaqued up and your arteries are just like you know calcified and and they're not flexible you're not going to get as much of a blood pressure drop because you have to get rid of the plaque before you can actually get a significant blood pressure drop because it's it's just that's the way it goes if you're if your arteries are calcified if they're all plaqued up they're inflexible and that is much more conducive to high blood pressure 
on a lot of different factors, okay? And the best way to do that is IV EDTA chelation, okay? And if you can't afford that, then do the oral EDTA chelation. I don't sell that. You can get it online. Uh, the best way to do it is to take it under the tongue and to do it with a little bit of pharmaceutical grade DMSO. It'll actually get it into the bloodstream quicker. Um, you can get pharmaceutical grade DMSO on eBay. There's a company that sells it up there. Uh, that would be something you would probably want to do with this. Now, how do you know if you're plaqued up? Best, cheapest way I know of is a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries. There's a company called Lifeline Screening that still does it. You can get it done for um, a really good price. If you've got health insurance or whatever, maybe you can get your that to cover it. Um, but I I think you can get it done for like 100 to $200, a Doppler ultrasound of the carotid arteries. Um, that will tell you how plaqued up your carotid arteries are. And that'll tell you the level of plaquing. It'll tell you if you re would really need EDT aculation. Okay. Yeah, there's other ways they can determine it. That's just the most cost-effective way that I know of. Uh, so these will not deplaque the arteries. Okay. Biocardiocert BP and biocardiozyme are not going to deplaque them. I mean, maybe they have a mild deplaquing effect. Nanokinase will not really deplaque the arteries, which you've heard me talk a lot about that before. Uh, it has a mild deplaquing effect. Uh, but the EDTA will deplaque the arteries. Now, natokinase, what that's really good for is thinning the blood. Uh, you take it on an empty stomach. Now, that is a enzyme. Natokinase is an enzyme derived from fermented soy. But it is not soy. It is just a one byproduct of soy. Just, kind of, just how they'll get um, phosphatidylcholine from soy or, or um, soy lecithin. They'll get that from soy. And... I don't believe there's anything wrong with taking that. I mean, if it was from GMO soy, yeah, I wouldn't do it. But um, it's just one component of fermented soy, which is also much safer than regular soy and, and obviously not GMO soy. So there are things you can derive from soy, non-GMO soy, that are safe and good to take. It's just you don't want to eat the soy whole in its unfermented form. That's just horrible for you. Okay, so... Anyway, I have all that available. The bio, it's $48 for a 30-day. So it's, it's a little pricey, but, you know, I don't determine the prices. Um, $48 for a 30-day supply. And I think what could happen, too, is, is if you take this, and let's say you do 30-day, one scoop a day, and your blood pressure's way down. Well, then you can go to, like, half dosage, you know. Um, and then it's a 60-day supply. See how you do there. And if you're maintaining low blood pressure at half dosage, you know, who knows? Maybe you go lower. I would say you'd want to do at least four biocardiozyme forte with it as your foundational product. And that's $25 for a 120 count bottle. If you get a 360, it's 65. So it's a little cheaper if you extrapolate the pills out. I have I have all this in stock, this stuff. I also gave you some research papers on the biocardiocert BP product. Um, and then I give my email address here if you want to contact me, if you want to know how to order. It's on the PDF. It's drjohnson at ix, the letter, or the letter i, the letter x, dot netcom, N-E-T as in Tom, C-O-M dot com. I make it as simple to order as I can. I don't have a website because it's very extremely hard to sell professional line products on websites. You, it's just a 
it's a real pain for both the patient and the doc everything it's a pain anyway okay so then i got this testimonial this week this is really cool and this is from a patient a customer a listener that i have on a large protocol for the heart uh but specifically for atrial fibrillation and then for other stuff he's dealing with with the heart and we've gotten progress we've made good progress but it hasn't been totally everything that he needed okay so i sent him another product in the last order and i've got him on the biocardiozyme i've got him on like the one that biotics makes specifically for the heart uh, the cytozyme h which is the specific glandular for the heart to rebuild the heart and support it a little bit of that's in biocardiozyme but not a therapeutic dose uh i've got him on other stuff okay but we we'd still kind of hit a wall and i so i sent him this this product from my distributor called doctor recommends cardio liquitrophic yeah liquitrophic okay it's basically like a big homeopathic kind of blend for the heart and for that system okay because i've been doing all of these overt like glandulars and supplements and vitamins and minerals for the heart but this is this is an area that we hadn't we hadn't touched upon and i really believe that the more i learn about this and the more i implement it in my own body because i'm going to talk about this more later the more i think it may be a big missing key with a lot of supplemental protocols that aren't getting where people want to get uh i i'm going to give my testimonial a little bit later on this uh because i really feel like it's it's had a huge impact on me in the last month anyway i so i sent him a bottle of this for free and I, I said just try this let's see if maybe this is a big missing piece i was hoping it would be well here's what he said said to me he said um i've been it says thank you times 100 been swigging this stuff you sent me for three days now not a single symptom so far now this is atrial fibrillation this is a very serious thing okay this is a very it's a very hard thing to even control with the nutrients with just plain out flat out like supplements okay uh, this is an electrical problem with the heart and it's it's something you typically have to be on medications for okay he says i did i have to admit i didn't believe it'd do anything do you know how huge this is part of me still doesn't believe it any day now i'll go into vapor lock <laughs> i've been miserable for a couple of years now and i have to hope and i have to hope again is and to have hope again is beyond words so does this stuff come in gallon jugs <laughs> what i sent them because it's like a it's a four ounce bottle lol i'll continue it for another week and see how i do and if it continues to be effective i'll buy a truckload so um that's a very very good preliminary thing to hear when this has been a long-standing case that we've kind of hit a brick wall on yeah he's he's doing a lot better I, i'm sure he'd be doing horrifically without the supplement protocol but this seems to be possibly the missing link uh the weak link that we weren't compensating for now i'm going to explain a little bit more on that later why that could be the case because i'm getting more educated all the time as well okay uh okay so i kind of rethought things and i said well why don't i just move that part 
because I already started talking about the subject, I moved this part uh, up, this particular part of the study. Uh, where we're going to talk about kind of segue into this, because if I don't do this, then I'm going to have to revisit the subject later, and it's just going to be all disjointed. So this part is entitled, A New Kind of Deep but Gentle Detox, <clears throat> UNDA Biotherapeutic Drainage Kit, Liver and Kidney Support. Uh, this is from the president of the company that is my supplier. His name is Frank. He's also a chiropractor. But he got into, like, he, I don't know, very, very similar interests, him and I. Because he's was a chiropractor, but then he went exclusively into trying to find the best uh, supplement lines to bring in to then uh, market to doctors. Okay, and that's how I met him. And uh, he's really cool, and he he knows he he knows a lot of stuff. He knows a lot more about this whole subject of biotherapeutic drainage and these other things that I'm going to be talking a little bit about. Of he specialized in it for a long time, whereas I've really keyed in on clinical nutritional supplements uh, in that regard, like vitamins, minerals, glandular stuff like that. He's kind of done a lot of other areas as well. And I had I had emailed him because one of the uh, I think one of the ingredients in one of the uh, these homeopathics that I'm using is it's like aluminum 12x or something I don't know and they're like hey there's aluminum in there and I asked him about this and I, I I'm pretty I knew this answer but I just wanted to get confirmation he said there is no aluminum in the product it is a homeopathic dilution to help detox aluminum so if you see something like lead 12x aluminum 12x cadmium that's actually to get those things out of the body so it is this is one way that you can actually do that because i get a lot of people asking me about well what about heavy metal detox and this is one of the ways Cor coriella crack cell coriella is one way you can do it uh <clears throat> there's other edta chelation that's a way to get heavy metals out uh this is also another way now this is a way you can actually target specific heavy metals anyway uh if you do homeopathic lead you'll actually stimulate the body to detox lead same for all heavy metals the the world of biological medicine and drainage is so powerful the reason people get sick and don't heal is that they have cellular toxicity this now this is an email that he sent me we're just going back and forth uh, I was committed to learn the UNDA, which is the particular kind of... It's not just homeopathics. They have, like, all these different things. They they use what they call these Schuscher salts, these plexis, these gemnotherapies, these gamadin. I mean, all this stuff that I've... I really don't have a lot of... ton of experience, but I'm kind of trying to get up to speed and learn it as quickly as I can. And really, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to learn this stuff. There's certain key things that if you do on almost any patient it's a no-brainer and it's going to be a winner and this whole thing that i was just talking about with this cardio uh the doctor recommends cardio liquitrophic that's it, this is the same genre of this and and um it's all under the same mantle i guess okay so going further here uh, the reason people don't people get sick and don't heal is they is that they have cellular toxicity. Now, what were we just talking about in the dry fasting video? We were talking a lot about cellular toxicity. So, 
what if you combine fasting with this? Now, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I did this, the main one that he recommends, the liver and kidney drainage kit, which we'll talk a little bit more about. I did that for the first time uh, at the start of the fast that I did. The, the, the one that I almost went six days, okay? And I had started it before. I had the kit. I had started it before, but I kept stopping it. And the reason I kept stopping it is because when I would take it, man, it was... I was just, it, it was wiping me out. For me, it was. And I'm not saying it would do that on everybody. I think most people, it doesn't. But it was kind of like just wiping my energy levels out. Now, I think there was a lot of things going on with me physically, even though I take tons of nutrients and stuff that I, I didn't wasn't really aware of. I think that my adrenals were shot. Uh, even though I wasn't doing a lot of caffeine, I had to do, in order to, to get energy for like any kind of workout, or whatever, I was having to do a lot of, like, these energy-type caffeine things in order to, way, way, way more than I needed to. Um, and I couldn't handle it, really. And so I just kind of stopped, backed off. Well, I started it during during this fast. And um, I think what it did is supercharge the fast, because I... Like I had said before in a previous study, my adrenals seem like they are totally healed. There is a product in this kit, this liver kidney kit. Let me just get one real quick. It's four different, uh, four different products, okay, in one kit. It's their homeopathic, their number one, their 20, and their 243. And then there's also a, a supplement called Black Current Bud, which is along the lines of this gemnotherapy. Now, what gemnotherapy is, is, um, and let me just make sure I'm, because I'm opening this kit right now. It's a phytogen, yeah. Okay. What gemnotherapy is, and I, I really wasn't that aware of this, because there's so many different modalities out there in, in, in the main. Gymnotherapy uses the extracts of fresh buds, young shoots, rootlets, seeds, or saps from developing plants, where the plant's life essence is at its peak in young growth. Okay, so it's a whole different concept of supplements. You know, normally, like, okay, you take an herb and, and you take it when it's fully matured in this. This is actually doing it. It's fresh young buds, young shoots, rootlets, seeds, or saps with the developing plants where the plant's life essence is at its peak in young growth. And you start combining this with these other compounds that I mentioned, these this homeopathics mentioned here, these other things that I had talked about a little bit. This is part of this kidney drainage kit, this black currant bud. And it's amazing for energy. Uh, <clears throat> like... Like tonight, for instance, instead of me doing a ton of caffeine, like I, or herbal guarana, before I was doing like these other energy pills that were, they were herbal, but it was just, it was too much. It, was, it shouldn't have to do that much. Uh, I just took like a third of an herbal guarana pill tonight. I mean, we're talking like 60, 70 milligrams of caffeine. We're not even talking the amount that would be in a cup of coffee. And I did 15 drops of this black currant bud. I'm going to sell this black currant bud separately. 
as well. I'm bringing it into my product line this week. It's it's part of this kit. But I think this stuff totally healed my adrenals. Now, I have been taking adrenal stuff for years. And I think it was a combination of the fast and all the healing energy that is that you're normally using to digest food. Everything can go at an accelerated pace now. You're not putting any food in the body. The, the, the six-day fast that I did, almost six days, I was doing a lot of water, so I was flushing. Now, not as extreme as a dry fast, but I was flushing. I gave my body a break. I was doing a lot of liver and kidney cleansing because this is a liver and kidney. It, it facilitates um, detoxification through deep intra and extracellular... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so this facilitates the deep intra and extracellular elimination, basically detoxification. Now, this is what we were talking about with dry fasting. We're talking a lot about cellular detoxification where you're actually detoxing the internal environment of the cells in that particular case it's because of their they're using this dehydration principle in order to pump toxins out of the cells this actually facilitates that as well this detoxes differently this kit through these through these genotherapy and through these homeopathics it works differently than uh like the herbals that i sell now are you going to just take this and is this the only thing you would ever do? Is, is this what I would prescribe to, to dissolve all your gallstones and to defat the liver? No, not at all. I would use my actual detox protocol for that. I'd use choline and I would use the actual herbals. I had done a ton of that on myself. Um, but the thing is, is this is what I was missing. I had done a lot of stuff for my adrenals. But this is what I was missing. In combination with the fasting, you're supercharging everything. I had said before, if you were going to do like a fast and you were going to just like maybe just take some vitamins with it. I mean, if you got clearance from the Lord, like, okay, this is okay to do. I would think doing something like Intramax, which is super highly assimilatable and absorbable, that 450 whatever, it's got like 450 things in it. It's all highly absorbable, the liquid that I sell. I would think doing like couple capsules a day of that with this protocol this biotherapeutic drainage liver and kidney would be ideal even if you're going to just do a three-day fast uh even a one day you know what this is doing is it's supercharging the fasting process it's supercharging the detoxification process and it's doing it from a different angle and it's not like the other angles are invalid because like i said this is not going to Maybe over time it would help defat your liver. Maybe over time it would help break down gallstones. But it's not going to be near as effective as choline to defat the liver and break down gallstones. It's just not. It, it, it's more. That's more of a frontal assault. This is more of a, of a kind of a gentle, but it's going deeper on some levels. So it's almost like you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. And I really believe that this whole concept of this therapy, and, and the president of the company that I'm talking about, Frank, he's... 100% firmly convinced of it, and, and I'm going to read the rest of his letter. Um, this is a three-week detox, and you've heard me say before, ideally liver kidney detoxes should be three weeks. This is exactly a three-week detox, and all you would really need to do on this is seven to eight drops 
of each compound in the morning and at night. Now, I will say this. I don't think you should do the black currant bud before bed because it gives me energy. I think you should do the black currant bud like maybe if you really are trying to get going, 10 drops in the morning. Or maybe if you have a 3 o'clock period where, okay, I feel like I'm crashing, maybe do 7 or 8 drops in the morning, 7 or 8 drops when that 3 o'clock hits. You might find you don't need any caffeine. I mean, it's that awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you. i got to answer to God or whatever. That stuff is so cool. And I'm just scratching the surface on this stuff. And that's not a homeopathic. That's this gymnotherapy stuff. These, these young fruit, rootlets and stems and whatever, they do it the life essence when the plant's first in its form, formative stages. But um, I have maintained the adrenal stuff. I literally threw out every single product I had that was like the energy stuff. But even though they were herbal, I basically threw all the bottles I had out. I have only have herbal garana, and I'm only doing it a little bit, like two, three times a week if I feel like I need it, like maybe before work. I'm not doing anywhere near what I was doing before, which is really good because the more you do of those types of products, the more your adrenals get burned out, and, and you have to have healthy adrenals to detox. And I think that's why they include this in here. And I forget to mention that, but you really should have healthy adrenals if you're gonna if you're gonna really want to effectively detox the body, especially the liver and the kidneys. They're just they're a very supportive little organ. They sit these little this little gland that sits on top of the kidneys. It's incredibly important for energy, for just so many things in the body. So let me go back to what he was saying before uh, in his letter. Okay, so he says. Okay, so the reason people get sick and don't heal is that they have cellular toxicity. I was committed to learn the UNDA, which is this supplement line. And after I did, I could take on any case with more confidence and more tools. That's the way I'm really feeling now. This is the outline of the textbook for UNDA. He, he, he photocopied a page for me and he included it in this email. He says, read the last page of the attachment from my mentor, Dr. Tom. So I included that in here. And it says, introduction, I decided, now this is the guy that basically is his mentor that evidently is this whiz-bang expert in this UNDA line, I, I believe. I decided to write the original version of this text in 1999 as a result of my own journey in the practice of medicine. During the last few of the 12 successful years as a dentist, so this guy's a dentist and MD, I became increasingly interested in doing more for my patients. On many occasions, my dental patients had common health ailments that responded well to lifestyle changes that I suggested. <clears throat> this motivated, motivated me to seek further education, and I enrolled in a naturopathic college. Well, this is a really cool MD, because most don't do that, but yeah, this is a cool, cool MD. I took to heart what was taught, and I became a believer in the value of a healthy lifestyle, nutritional supplements, herbal, homeopathic, and physical medicines, because they don't teach that. In the medical colleges, uh, both for my own health and that of my patients. My practice became so successful that the new patients had to wait several weeks for an appointment to even see me. Uh, and yet, as the years passed, I was frustrated by conditions that I felt should have responded more favorably to my chosen treatments. I was considered to be a fairly successful doctor with a thriving practice, but I continually searched for additional therapies to support my patients. One classic example was the use of glucosamine sulfate in the treatment of arthritis. Uh, and again... 
that would not be my main go-to product for an arthritis case. Okay, but I get where he's going with this. Um, maybe arthritis of the knee, for sure, where you have car- cartilaginous components, but if it's like arthritis in the hands and stuff, and areas where they don't have a lot of cartilage involved, I don't see how glucosamine sulfate is going to help you that much. And here's another thing about glucosamine sulfate. 95% of what's on the open market is derived from shellfish, meaning it's from the exoskeletons of like crabs and lobsters. Now, those are bottom feeders. They eat everything that falls to the bottom. They eat a lot of garbage. Okay, They're bottom feeders. And as polluted as the oceans are, and they're bottom feeders to begin with, they are, and this is why in the Levitical dietary guidelines that God set forth those types of things, you says, God, you shouldn't eat them. Eat them. Okay? I'm not saying you're whatever if, if you ate some of those occasionally. But you should not make a steady diet of eating shellfish. Okay? Why? They're bottom feeders. They're the toxins that are falling to the, the ocean that they're eating, and the oceans are polluted anyway, are getting concentrated not only in the soft tissue but in the exoskeletons that they grind up and use to make glucosamine sulfate. Okay, so I try to avoid that stuff like the plague. Okay, I've got products here with glucosamine like like the, the disc discovery, but it's not like I've got a bottle of it right here because I take it. It's got bovine tracheal cartilage. So it's not it's not like from a it's from a cow. It's not from a bottom feeding, you know crab or lobster where they're grinding up the exoskeleton and you think about it would you eat ever eat the shell of a, of a crab or a lobster no you that's waste so that's what they're that's what glucosamine sulfate is now there are some companies that do make um a uh, food based a vegetarian i believe based glucosamine sulfate and that's the only kind i would use if you're going to use it but any, anyway i just want to throw that in like many other physicians, I found, as research suggested, that four to six weeks on glucosamine sulfate, the patients will report an improvement in symptoms, specifically decreased pain. This is a rewarding experience for the physician. Unfortunately, I also discovered that if patients discontinued the therapy, the pain would often return. Well, again, also to that, though, I would also say the fact that are you ever not going to need good gas in your car? Now, I'm not saying glucosamine sulfate derived from the exoskeleton of a crab is good gas, but I'm saying we all need nutritional support we're going to need it till the day we die it's just a fact of life it's like are you going to always need good gas sure well i mean what's the alternative just putting garbage in your body and in 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 eating a diet void of vitamins and minerals and phyto uh, trace minerals and phytonutrients and things of that well no that's not the alternative either so i kind of get what he's saying but i also kind of don't get it anyway this pattern was repeated over and over to my patients. As a result of this, it became evident that this was not a real solution to the patient's problems. Well, again, I mean, are you always going to need good gas for your car? Yes. You're always going to need good stuff you're putting in your body. Okay? If you stop doing it, well, then you're going to stop getting that effect to a certain extent. It provided only palliative therapy, and thus it was not successful in actually reversing the disease state. Reversing osteoarthritis is next to impossible, and here's why. Let's say the spine, for example. You've got osteoarthritis in your spine, okay? Or it doesn't matter, in your hands, whatever, knee. Once you get those big Heberden's nodules, like on your hands, where the knuckles swell up and stuff, and and, uh, how are you going to reverse that? That's tough to do. The damage has already been done, and you're dealing with bone anyway, which is the like the most slowest responding tissue in the body. The spine is even a better example. Let's say you got osteoarthritis in the spine because you've been, you were in a car accident 20 years ago and you're 
everything was good, but then you got in the car accident, you had misalignment in that area, maybe you had a little bit of disc damage, the area started to degenerate, and it's degenerating, the body will form arthritis in order to stabilize an area, particularly in the spine. There's three stages of disc degeneration, stage one, two, three. Let's say you're in stage two to stage three disc degeneration, where the disc space is like a lot thinner now, there's more pressure on the spinal nerve at that lever, level, there's spur formation. The body is doing all that to stabilize the area, okay, because it's unstable. How are you going to reverse that other than God either healing you or, I don't know, maybe some surgical procedure where they, like, cut away the spurs, which is just insanity. You'd cause far more damage doing that than you would. I, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that with nutrition because the damage is already done, and you're dealing with bone, which is one of the slowest responding tissues anyway it takes a long time to get that way and reversing it so osteoarthritis is like the hardest thing in the world to a certain extent to reverse i'd much rather have like somebody say well i got hemorrhoids okay well your your liver's congested and we got to detox the liver we put you on colonsonia root and, and maybe uh bioflavonoids all that's going to strengthen the 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 veins and, and the arterioles and 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 you're gonna it's the easiest thing to help hemorrhoids okay I know what to do for that. That's very, very quickly responding. You do have to do some things to help it respond. But this example of osteoarthritis is just horrible because um, it's very, very, very hard. I don't know how to reverse it. You know, My discovery of biotherapeutic drainage changed the way I practice. Now, this is what we're talking about here with this kit that I'm talking about, this liver kidney kit. Not only does the theory blend perfectly with the principles of natural medicine, but also my results with patients have dramatically improved. I have found that often I am able to reverse the disease state, not just palliate the symptoms. And again, I think it would depend on what disease state you're talking about. I tell you what, you show me a pre and post x-ray of an osteoarthritic stage three disc degeneration at L5, you show me you can reverse that, dude, I will... I'll, I'll take everything I said back, but I don't see how it's possible. I mean, I know the body can heal itself, but that's that's beyond that. That's like, okay, what if the what if the spurs are joined? What if they're like ankylosing spondylitis where you've literally got connections of the spurs? How do you undo that? Anyway, I, I'm, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. So, um, anyway, he says, uh, additionally, this therapy is more cost-effective for patients than many other natural and allopathic treatments currently available. Yeah, I mean, you can't even compare it. My continuous study of this approach to medicine, along with experience with thousands of patients over the past several years, has led me to the point of sharing what I've learned. The text will provide an overview of drainage, followed by, now, this is the, this is the introduction to this workbook for doctors, okay? Um, text will provide an overview of drainage, followed by an introduction to the UNDA numbers. Uh, let me see if there's anything... We are living in a time when the costs and successes of conventional allopathic medicine and alternative medicine are coming into question. Drainage, as outlined, is a therapy that will improve your results with almost all your patients and enhance the practice of medicine. And your practice of medicine. I think he's more, more so reaching out to MDs that are actually doing this. So, in other words, this is something that you can implement in almost any case and you're going to get improvement. Because, let's face it, Everybody's getting exposed to chemtrails unless you're living like Bubble Boy or something. We're, we're 
unless you're living like on your own like organic farm where you're literally growing the food indoors and you live in an underground shelter where none of the none of the chemtrails are getting the food and you're and you're drinking spring water out of an uncontaminated well and you're not eating any GMO foods and you're not getting exposed to all the 5G and the Wi-Fi and the smart meters and all that other stuff and then all the outgassing that comes from different chemicals and stuff like even the plastics and and you get in your car on a hot day and it's outgassing like crazy and that's going into your body you got all these ways or you're you you've never been vaccinated you know those are all the scenarios you would have to do to just live totally pure and clean you know that's not happening for most of us maybe like half of us we live that way no just kidding teasing but i mean you know let's face it i'm not you know i try to live as good as i can and and i really try to practice what i preach as god is my witness I, i'm you know i try to you know the stuff that I get into, I'm trying to do myself. And I found that this kit just kicked my butt. This liver kidney kit. I'm doing liver kidney stuff. I've been doing that a lot over the years. But it had a profound effect on me. And it totally healed my adrenals. And this is really the main thing I was doing in that six-day thing. It had a that fast by far was the best, most productive fast i've ever done in my life i wanted every bit of healing energy to go into my right eye well my body had other priorities yes did has my has my vision improved some yes it has and i praise god for that it is not worsened and from all the literature out there they say well glaucoma you you gotta go you know get the needles poked in your eyes and do the do the eye drops with the horrific side effects and get all the treatments and you're still not going to get any better you'll still go blind well it's not happening to me you know it's baby steps and I'm and I'm I'm actually still researching and trying more stuff and, and things of this nature, but I'm not moving in the wrong direction for sure. Uh, I'm moving in a positive direction, which they say should not be should not happen. So, um, but I really believe this biotherapeutic drainage may be a huge key to any case, any 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 patient slash customer i've ever had you know in my whole time of practice this i wish i would have known about this you know it's kind of something that that you know uh there's so many different modalities of treatment out there you just can't know it all there's just no way so going back to the letter it says i agree it can be maddening to keep up with all the information and toxins in the food food additives now this is frank t- emailing me the president of the my supplier of the company my, one of my main suppliers food additives being preservatives also affect cellular metabolism there's a whole other thing food additives gemnotherapies and the unda numbered compounds work slower and are not felt like nutraceuticals genetic defects are triggered after an accumulation of toxins if we clean up the cells, the genetic issues fade into the background in most people. Okay, so you can have a genetic predisposition toward cancer, but that is only going to kick in if there's enough toxic load in the body and maybe enough stress that you're under and maybe a whole bunch of other factors. Okay, so if you can unburden your body of this toxic load through this drainage principle and through detoxification and you know, lifestyle changes, then that genetic factor fades into the background. That, in other words, that genetic predisposition is not triggered anymore. That's why people that can have tremendous genetic predispositions to something never develop that particular thing. 
and you can have somebody that has no genetic predisposition toward cancer and they do everything in the world to ensure that they get cancer meaning bad lifestyle just eat garbage whatever and they get cancer yet they had on paper they had no genetic predisposition toward it so it can work both ways uh and i think really when somebody says the the mds you you're genetically predisposed to this what does that do that takes this that's like okay give up you're gonna get this the ultimate example was uh angelina jolie is that her name i don't know brad pitt's former whatever and she's like yeah i i i was told that i have like this genetic marker and i'm for breast cancer so she literally had a supposedly i i wonder if if it was just for the cancer industry she said she did this she literally had a bilateral radical mastectomy of both breasts voluntary she had no cancer in them just because she was told that she had this big time genetic predisposition what did that send a signal to all the women that idolizes her and values her opinion wow i i've i've talked to i had a lady that lived across the street from us she did the same thing she did the same thing i was at a i was at it was a long time ago i was at a, i was at, we it was like a they had a dinner this night and she was over there and, and she uh laura was her name lived across the street from my parents i went over there and she was talking to this group of people i've told this story before and she was so proud in the story and i just kind of happened to listen in and she was like yeah and i got off the phone with my my medical doctor and 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 i was on the phone with my medical doctor and he told me all this about how i had this genetic predisposition for breast cancer and i and that he thought i should get them both removed even though she'd had nothing at that point and i said yeah doc take them both take both my breasts and the lymph nodes bilateral radical mastectomy and she just felt like she was the most empowered woman on the planet. I could just tell the pride. And I'm like, are you, and I, I couldn't hold back. I basically got into it with her. I couldn't believe the, I, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. I couldn't believe it. I, I really, I guess, burst her bubble. Um, she went nuts after that. She went literally crazy. She ended up leaving her husband, leaving John, and... I saw her, I was at like the beach one night, or I wasn't like, I was like, we were, I think we were eating at a restaurant or something, and they, she was coming out of this restaurant, and she was drunk out of her mind with some young guy, it was almost like she was in a reverse middle-aged crisis, it was like a woman having one, and she like started, I'm pretty sure she started cussing at me and stuff, and I'm like, she's out of her mind. She went totally bonkers nuts after that. And that breast tissue is super important. It has a hormonal effect on women. It does. It, they're important, not just for breastfeeding, but they're, they're important for a woman's hormonal system. And anyway, I've really gone off on a tangent there, but I mean, it's amazing. When somebody tells somebody, that's the ultimate example of somebody saying, well, you have a genetic predisposition, predisposition toward this. So they just give up and say, just cut everything out i'm going to relinquish any responsibility that i have and i'm going to just turn everything over to the mds and let them do their unnecessary surgical procedures and in basically vacate any responsibility i would have at potentially preventing 
this supposed inevitability, which is not, you know, like I said, these things are triggered. Genetic predispositions are triggered through things like toxins and stress level, and there's a lot of different factors. So, genetic defects are triggered by an accumulation of toxins. If we clean up the, the cells, the genetic issues fade in the background. For instance, we know that latent cancer genes are not triggered unless stress factors begin to pile up. Stress factors. That doesn't just mean, oh, I'm under a lot of stress. Stress could be the toxin, your, your accumulated toxin load, okay, in the body. That's one stressor, okay? Um, or, like, let's say an excess of xenoestrogens, particularly for women, which is very, very common because... There's tons of xenoestrogens in like uh, deodorants and personal care products and things of this nature. They build up in the body. The xenoestrogens are cancer-causing. You get enough of those. If you have a genetic predisposition, guess what? You get cancer. That's another stressor. Okay, so I think the best people can do today with time and cost constraints is to be addressing their weakest links. Okay, and what he's saying is that this biotherapeutic drainage is a weak link that hardly anybody is addressing. Uh, are two UNDA drainage kits. So see, they make these different specific homeopathic type of products per bottle. Well, they've also got kits. And the two main kits that he prescribes are the liver and kidney, which is the one I took, which is the one I have. Now I've brought it into my line. And there's also another one called stress and insomnia. I really want to do that one too. And are now getting hot as the doctors realize everyone can use these kits to continually address detoxification and on the other kit, stress and sleep. So if you have problems with stress and insomnia, this other kit, the stress and insomnia. Now, I still think the liver and kidneys foundational. I think that would be the one you would want to start with. Um, preferably, I think, and now you don't have to, but I know that I did it in that sixth day and it did more for me that six-day period did more for me physically than any other thing any other six-day period of my life ever ever um i think it just supercharged the fast and and with all the other nutrients i was taking but i this was the only thing extra i was really doing i'd done all the other nutrients before you know the stress and insomnia would be something i think would be better to do after you address the liver and kidney um I put 80% of my new patients on the liver and kidney kit, which is a 21-day drainer. It means it's draining the system. It's, it's, um, it's biotherapeutic drainage because the nutrients they take begin to work better. So everything that you're going to be taking would work better by doing the 21-day the liver kidney. And then it's also adrenal. It's adrenal rebuilding. I think that what you would want to really try to do in that 21-day period is go just really start to try to drop any caffeine consumption because the more caffeine you're putting in your body the more you're burning out your adrenals the more counterproductive that is toward um your the biotherapeutic drainage process and i'll be quite honest with you it was effortless for me because i didn't feel like i needed it anymore or very little just very little many of my bioidentical hormone medical doctors use these kits meaning the ones that use bioidentical hormones in their practice their mds that are using these kits they notice marked improvements as well the gemnotherapy requires a little bit of study and they have to be used typically for three to six months so they take a little bit longer but i'll be honest man that black current bud stuff yeah black current bud 
I mean, it don't take long at all. I mean, it's at least a dinner for me. I don't know. <laughs> stuff's, stuff's unreal. Um, it took years to create the damage, and nature takes its own path. Meaning, you can't, you can't say, well, yes, you're going to feel like brand new in 4.9 days. You, you can't do that. Everybody's different. You know? I mean, like, I had this unbelievable thing in six days, but you have to understand, I have done gobs and gobs and gobs of clinical nutrition for years. This was probably the one thing that was missing for me. So when I finally got it, I had this unbelievable effect in a six-day period. For somebody that's maybe had no nutritional status and maybe totally in toxic state, never done a kidney liver cleanse, really not even on a good whole food multivitamin, it's probably not going to be that dramatic. You know, but Rome wasn't built in a day. If it took you a lifetime to get to where your body's at right now, you got to give your body, you know, at least three months to try to turn it around, at least, preferably six. The UNDAs are never to be mixed, um, meaning you don't want to, like, take, like, if you had three of the homeopathics, you don't want to, like, dump them in the same bottle. You don't want to do that. For some reason, you don't do that. You do them separately like you do seven or eight drops of the one okay and then you swallow it okay maybe let it sit in your tongue for five seconds swallow it and then do another and then do the next one but don't mix them for some reason they don't work as good but they can be taken consecutively with a few seconds in between he says i like to do five drops tid meaning three three times a day but most people do great just to put them on their nightstands and do morning and evening which is the easiest way to develop a great habit meaning okay you take this kit you put it on your nightstand next to your bed, okay? In the morning, you do seven, eight drops of, of the, the three, the three homeopathics, the kidney and liver, okay? And then before you go to bed, you do seven, eight drops. You try to get in 15 drops per day. That's it. It's not that hard. And with that black currant bud, I'm going to recommend you do like, seven eight drops of that in the morning with the others but then do seven eight drops maybe if you have like a three o'clock low because i don't think you should take that before bed personally because i'm afraid it's going to keep you up so anyway all right so um there's a link to the liver and kidney um thing and a link to the stress and insomnia so if you want to know more about it like if you want if you're kind of like wanting to know more about it i give you a link where you can go to the website and and um view that okay so the the three week uh cleanse with the four products in there it's 82 to do that which is actually i think cheaper than my other liver liver gallbladder kind of cleanse that i'm doing uh, that i'm recommending there but again it's not it's not a substitute because if i had a case that came in and they got gallstones and everybody's got gallstones everybody I did human dissection on human bodies for a year in chiropractic college. I know they don't think you, a lot of people don't think that you do that kind of stuff. I did that. Peripheral nervous system, central nervous system, gross dissection, anatomy, one and two. It was like a whole year. Actually, it was probably a year and, because those are trimesters. No, it would be a year and a third I did on dissecting human bodies. And um, there was not one cadaver that did not have a sack full of gallstones. Not one. When I did my first gallstone flush, I tossed like like over 100 stones. They're not stones. They're, they're actually more 
fat than anything else, but they call them gallstones. They can get hard, and, and that's why you want to do choline before you actually do the flush, because choline will soften things up and create more gravel. And it will, and choline defats the liver. I don't know of anything better to do that than just a flat out gall, gallbladder full. And I, if you don't know about that, email me. I'll send you that. So I think it's like everything in its place. Okay, this for me, I know has been a gigantic missing factor. In, I think God, it took me doing this fast and then getting on this because I kind of set the kid aside. Maybe it was how God had to get my attention about this because. I really believe it's going to change the total way that I practice with the clinical nutrition and these supplements. I just think it's going to make everything better. Already it is. I mean, you saw the testimony of the guy with the AFib. He's been on three days, and I mean, he's had no symptomatology, and we haven't been able to actually, I mean, I know what happened to me. Um, oh, the bladder supplement that I told you all about, the, the homeopathic bladder the UN, I think it's the UNDA 38. I mean, that stuff's amazing. I had, I had a lady email me the other day. I've only sold like a, a couple bottles. She's like, yeah, it's totally working on my, on my husband or whatever. He's, you know, I think he's sleeping through the night or whatever. Um, that you, it's bladder and prostate, UNDA number 38 bladder prostate. That's 22 bucks. You do like, I just say, I'm like saying, we'll probably do like, 12 drops before bed because i mean that's when you really want like not getting up in the middle of the night and for me i don't even think it was so much prostate as it was maybe bladder you know so i mean so far the limited amount of products i've i'm doing on this i mean i'm like just i can't believe it i've also got a new one it's the gemnotherapy it's called ab's alba and it's for teeth and bones and again i've got this awesome protocol now for the teeth but what if it's some other component that you need maybe in addition to the other things that are indicated for that like the bone cofactors and the silica and the flaxseed oil what and what if there's a what if there's another component so on all my hard teeth cases now i'm recommending i'm going to be recommending the ab's alba for teeth and bones it's $35. I mean, it, you get a big bottle, and I mean, it lasts a long time. And um, also, I will be recommending that if you haven't got the results you wanted off the teeth and bone protocols, that you need to add in hydrozyme, which is the um, enzyme that I have that basically is very, very good at breaking down things like calcium, and um protein and zinc and things of these these are these are things that need an acidic based enzyme in order to break down if you don't have enough of that enzyme in the in the stomach if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid what ends up happening is you don't digest those things properly so a lot of the supplements you're taking may not work right meaning i could be giving you the greatest protocol in the world if you're not digesting it because you don't have enough hydrochloric acid well then you're just excreting it or you're not absorbing it properly so you could be on the exact thing you need, but you're not absorbing it. You're not breaking it down. The hydrozyme, which replaces the Zypan from standard process. I like it better because it doesn't taste bad at all. Zypan was horrible, and it went, it went rancid very quickly if you didn't consume it quickly. Again, it had that whole, that didn't have a coating on it. Um, I like the hydrozyme better. And it's, it's the hydrozyme, just so you know, is um, 
Uh, it comes in 90 count and 250 count bottles. The, the 90 counts 13 and the uh, 250 is 31. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be recommending on all my hardest teeth cases because I've sold more teeth stuff in the last like three to four years than almost any other protocol. I don't know whatever they're doing to us. It seems to be just destroying people's teeth. I've got more listeners on teeth protocols than probably any other thing that I sell. You know. So I have totally revamped my teeth document. Okay, so if you haven't communicated with me on the teeth stuff in the last three months and you want the updated document, email me. I'll send it to you because there's a lot of new information in there. The whole protocol has been revamped and I believe it's as, as good as I have ever had it at this point. It's just I'm trying to cover every single weak link in the chain because these teeth cases are, can be really, really hard. You're dealing with bone. Bone is, is a poor blood supply, like I said before. It's very, very hard to affect it. Gum cases are a lot easier because gums have a good blood supply. Bones, teeth, whole different story. So, um, all right, let's go forward here. No, I'm way over on time again. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and stop there, and we're going to go to part three. God bless you.